Greetings, Carl here. So what do we do when the market gets scary? You know, this, this happens from time to time. Markets get scary, news gets crazy, people run around like we should, we should do something. And it always feels that way. Like, what, what, what are we going to do about it? Aren't we going to do something? It always feels that way. And so uh, what do we do when the markets get scary? The first thing we need to remember is that being scared when the news is scary is normal, right? When all your neighbors are scared, when the financial pornography network is yelling scary things at you, when the, the radio is scary, like it's that, it is normal to be scared. I get scared when the news is, I get scared when I read scary news. Like that, 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 I get scared. That does not make me dumb. It makes me human. And I think it's really important for us to understand that. Like, can, can I, if you need, like, would it be okay if I, I'm the self, I've just made myself the self-declared king of permission to be scared granting. <laughs> and I am granting myself and I'm granting you permission to feel that emotion of fear. I am worried about my money because everybody else around me seems to be worried about their money, right? So we're going we're gonna to feel that. And I think it's okay to feel that emotion. Not only is it okay, it's normal. We shouldn't bottle it up. And anybody who runs around, and I've noticed this in the advice industry, um, and I would call it the fake financial advice industry, um, I've noticed a lot of sort of yelling around and finger pointing at, 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 at people who are scared. And, and I know it's well-intentioned, and often it's finger pointing at people who act on that behavior, and that's, that's a very important distinction, but it comes across as making people feel bad for being scared. In fact, I, I, I sort of think if, if you feel, if you're scared about what's going on in the market, the first person you should call is a real financial advisor. And if that financial advisor makes you feel dumb or bad for being scared, find a new one, <laughs> right? They're not a real one if they do that. The first thing we need to do is just give ourselves and everybody around us empathetic permission to be scared. Now, the crazy thing is, at the very same time, at the very same time, we can hold in our minds the, the, the two competing thoughts at once. One is, I am scared, this is terrifying. And the other is, I'm not going to do anything about it. Just because I'm scared doesn't mean taking action is the right course. In fact, in most cases, when it comes to scary markets, it's, it's, the, it's the wrong course. Taking action, doing something just for the sake of doing something, turns out as well-intentioned as it is and as right as it feels, it turns out to be destructive. Right? So what, what do we do instead? I'm assuming 
making an assumption that you have a diversified portfolio that is does, that was intentionally designed. And what that means is like each component of the portfolio acts and operates together. And each component is there intentionally by a designer, right? Somebody was intentional about building this portfolio. In other words, it's not a collection of investments. It's not a hodgepodge. It's not a smorgasbord, right? It's not like buy, have a bunch, have a hunch, buy a bunch. It's not one of those portfolios. It's a real portfolio built on purpose. And the reason the portfolio was built the way it was, was to give you the highest likelihood of meeting your long-term financial goals with the lowest risk, right? So highest likelihood of meeting those goals with the lowest risk. That's why your portfolio was built the way it was. If that's true, and that portfolio was built intentionally based on your values and your goals, the things you said were important to you when you were thinking clearly, and, and I, I'm sounding a little finger pointing myself right now. I'm talking to myself. If my portfolio is built based on the things I said were important to me, my values and goals, when I was thinking clearly, I, I said time with my family mainly outside and serving in my community are the most important thing to me. I want to build a portfolio based on helping me have more of that, right? Along with some really specific goals. Then I'm going to go out and construct a portfolio specifically for that reason, designed intentionally. If that's the case, when I designed, when that portfolio is designed, it takes into account the weighty evidence of history. In other words, it takes into account the reality because it's historic, that markets go up and they go down. And sometimes by a lot. Anytime you construct a portfolio, you're using, you're using the weighty evidence of history. You're using the data to decide which components of the portfolio are going to go in, go together in which mix. And because in the data, in the historical data, is the reality that markets go up and down, we project that data forward and we say, of course, markets will go up and down. And so it should come as no surprise to any of us that markets get scary. Right? We knew it was going to happen. Even if it's just for a day or a month or a week or a year or whatever it is, we knew there were going to be scary hours. <laughs> we knew there were going to be scary days and scary weeks and scary months. We knew that. Of course, we didn't know when, exactly when, and we didn't know exactly why, but we knew they were going to come up. So it, does, it shouldn't come as a surprise, although it is, and it always feels like a surprise, and it always feels like new, it's new, it's never happened before, all those reasons. Because remember, the reasons for a scary market are often, are often like the exact circumstances surrounding a scary market are often new, right? They, those, the, the, the actors involved, the exact circumstances are new, right? But the fact that they show up, yeah, that's not new. And the fact that they end, that's not new. And so when we realize that that's why the portfolio was built based on data and evidence, the way the evidence of history projected forward our values and our goals, we sort of arrive at this place where we're like, what do you, what, 
we, we arrive at this terribly unsatisfactory place. And I mean it, like it's unsatisfactory to say, man, we probably shouldn't make any changes. We probably shouldn't make any changes. It, 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 it can feel a little bit like you're in a lifeboat, you know? And, but I, I just don't think it makes sense to jump into the water. That's what we do. We just sort of, I think what we do is we get out when we're scared. It's a little bit like being way out in the limbs of a tree. And it's really scary out there. The limbs, when the wind is blowing particularly, that, you know, it moves up and down, side to side. It moves everywhere. It's really scary out there. What we want to do is have a sort of almost like a, 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 a ritual, a habitual reaction to get us back to the roots. And the roots are your values, your goals, your longer-term plan. If you don't have those things, then of course all bets are off. It's really difficult to figure out how to, how to react. If you don't, if, if the portfolio is just a have a hunch, buy a bunch portfolio, all bets are off, right? It's, it's really, I don't, I don't even really know. How, people ask me that all the time and I don't know. There's no answer like, well, you gotta revisit the decisions you made to buy the portfolio and see if they're still true. But in this case, the decisions that you made to build this portfolio were based on your values, your goals. Make sure those haven't changed. And the weighty evidence of history, which hasn't changed. And so now we're left with this terribly unsatisfactory advice of just stay the course. Because I know no nothing better to do. We've either got to decide that history won't repeat. And I, I, again, I'm not saying that's can't. I'm not saying that that's an impossibility. There's a chance this time is truly like the scary market that you're sitting in front of now, whenever you listen to this, the scary market you're sitting in the middle of right now, there is a chance it is truly different. There is a, there's a chance that that's true. But that would be sort of betting against all the historic evidence we have. And it might be the right bet. I, that This is the unsatisfactory part, is we just don't know. The truth is we just don't know. But, but the, the, the best way to make this decision is to put the odds in your favor and rely on the, look at like, what percentage of the time would it have been correct that this time is different? Well, so far, no percentage of the time. So do we want to make that bet? Well, maybe. I don't know. But it doesn't sound like a bet I want to make. So that leaves me with the unsatisfactory. Now, let me just address something that's really important. Let's say emotionally that absolutely does not work for you. Right? Emotionally that does not work for you. You've got to remember, well, that probably means that you shouldn't be investing. Because going in... The, what, what people often do is they go on a hunt for a way to get the return without any of the risk. And that leads to all sorts of wango-pango ideas. Yes, I just said wango-pango, right? Like, and that leads to all sorts of shortcuts and sneaky things and snake oil sales and really expensive products and people who promise things that absolutely will, that just don't work. I've looked, I can't find anything that works. Market timing, you know, all sorts of insurance-based products, like all of that stuff, you'd be better off. It's fine. It's totally fine to just decide. It's not, you know, unpatriotic. It's not dumb. It's not any to just decide I don't invest in the public equity markets. That's a fine decision. 
It just means you have to pull a bunch of other levers, right? Like save a little bit more, adjust the adjust the goals. You know, somebody joked it with me once and said you could die earlier, right? So there's other levers you can pull. Return is just one of them. And if you can't handle the if you can't handle the 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 the, the uncertainty associated or the risk associated with public equity markets, even in a diversified way, that's totally fine. Raise your hand and say I'm out, right? And, and I would maybe suggest you do that when you're out of the lifeboat and back on the ship. I guess what's going to happen then, though, of course, like when you're back on the ship and everything's good and your returns have been good, you're going to go, ah, no, I'm okay with that risk. Right? It's just what we do as humans. So in the end, this is sort of how I think about scary markets. Get yourself out of the tree, way out on the tree limbs. Realize that it's okay, empathetically, like, hey, can I give you a hug? Like, first big hug. Like, it's okay to feel scared. Feel it, right? If it involves curling up <laughs> on the floor, do it. If it involves throwing, like, a medicine ball at a wall at the gym, do it. Like, it involves talking to a therapist, do it. Like, it's okay. Feel that. Feel that. And then simultaneously say, look, it doesn't mean I have to act on it. And then if you need, then let's get to the facts and go back through the process that we went through to build the portfolio that we have. See if anything's changed, goals, values, has anything changed? Anything changed with the products that you're using? You know, like, you know, inappropriate management or any of that stuff? Nope. Okay, well, then the portfolio is still built. Remind yourself that it was built based on the weighty evidence of history and remind yourself in the end of this unsatisfactory reality that this is just what it means to be an investor. It's what it means. Like risk shows up every once in a while. And let me just close with my favorite, like it's a Winston Churchill quote, that democracy is the worst form of government ever created by the mind of man. <laughs> let me repeat that before I say the last part. Don't, don't, hang, don't, don't, don't turn this off yet because you haven't heard the last part. Democracy is the worst form of government ever created by the mind of man, except for all the others. Right? Building a portfolio on purpose with the goal, intentionally designing a portfolio with the goal of meet, giving you the greatest likelihood of meeting your goals that were based on your values. That's the worst way to invest ever created, <laughs> except for all the others. Right? So, um, I hope that's helpful, Scary Markets. I'd love your feedback, as always. It's hello at behaviorapp.com, hello at behaviorapp.com, and uh, talk to you soon.